Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 21 91. I uh, had the pleasure of calling Melbourne United uh, at home at John Kane Arena Monday night against the Cairns Taipans. And all I could talk about and all we really spoke about, even though Melbourne United clinched top spot for the second year in a row, no one's done that since the Breakers in 11, 12, 13. No Victorian team's done it since 2001, 2002. All I wanted to talk about was Ben Eyre, who did something that only two other players have done this year, and that's have 20 points and 10 assists. Bryce Cotton... Uh, and Jalen Adams are the only other players who have done that this season, and no one has done that for the Cairns Taipans, apart from Scott Machado, who's done it five times. And you might say, well, what's the big deal about that, Sam? Well, the big deal is that the man that did it, Ben Eyre, has only been playing for Cairns five games before that. Uh, He'd never scored a point uh, in his NBL career before he joined Cairns as an injury replacement. It's a fantastic story. He's a Melbourne boy, uh, and it's an absolute pleasure to have him on the Sporting Capital. Ben, hello, mate. Hey, mate. How are you? Thank you for having me. Uh, look, it's a pleasure. Congratulations. What a wild ride uh, you've been on in the past few weeks. Just for a, a, a young bloke that started playing basketball in Sandringham, um, you, you, you were on the Adelaide 36ers list a couple of years ago, and uh, you've played college ball at some uh, some smaller colleges around the US. I think uh, Skagit University mm-hmm. uh, is yep. one of them, and the other one was Newman. So Skagit Valley College, Newman University, uh, and you find yourself with a chance to play for the for the Taipans, and you've you've absolutely grabbed it with both hands, scoring points against big teams, uh, having a big influence. It's a great story, mate. Tell us how this all came about for you to join Cairns. Um, well, first of all, I started my my junior career at McKinnon, McKinnon Cougars. Oh, um, right. I did play a year at Sandringham, but just just a shout out to McKinnon real quick, but everything else was spot on. Um, but yeah, the the opportunity with um with Cairns came about through Joey, um, Joey Wright. I played with him uh, under him at Adelaide, um, and then obviously when he left, um, I was kind of let go with him. And then um, yeah, he, he just gave gave Forty Coach Forty a call up here in the off season, kind of got me a spot, or at least got him to take a look at me. Um, and then yeah, from from there on out, I've just been training throughout this year and just working each day to try and make impact on this team um, and, and in this group. And it's finally, I guess, paid off towards the end of the season. So, yeah, it's been a bit of a ride these last few weeks. But at the same time, it's um, this is a kind of a moment I've been preparing for for, for years and years. So it's really no surprise for me. Um, but, yeah, I, of course, I'm extremely grateful for, for the chance that Paul and, and the Cairns and the Taipans have given me. So, yeah. So, Here we are, I guess. So you've essentially been a train-on player with, with, with Cairns. Talk us through the moment when you got the tap from Adam Ford to say, hey, listen, uh, we need you. And not only do we need you, you're going to be starting. Yeah, well, originally, Ford just called me into his office. Um, first, it was just, yeah, he pretty, he, he's, uh, he's pretty straight to, the, straight to it, straight to the point. Um, he's just like, yeah, you're going to play. So obviously that was that was super exciting, and I I played a couple games. Um, I suited up. Um, when was it? We played. Uh, I can't remember who we played, but there, there was a trip down to Tassie, and you know I played five minutes here, played three minutes one game, um, and then obviously when we in that trip to to Tassie, Scotty went down, um, Chado, and and on the way back in between the on one of the plane trips, uh, Forty was just like, I'm just going to start you. So he's like, just go out there, just um, 
kind of see what you got and just basically give it a crack. But yeah, he put the ball in my hands, had full faith in me. So again, it's kind of a lot of credit to him and um, the trust that he's put in me over these last few games. And it's been good. It's been fun. You played six and a half minutes versus the Phoenix, then about four minutes mm-hmm. versus the Breakers. Then it was about three and a half against the Jack Jumpers, and you mentioned. Then all of a sudden, it's 24 minutes against Melbourne United, 23 minutes against Perth, and then almost 30 minutes uh, against Melbourne United. And it's those last three games that have really made the basketball world sit up and take notice, mate. You had um, seven points and five assists in your, in your first starting game against Melbourne United. You had eight points three assists against the Perth Wildcats. So these are the two grand finalists of last season. And then against Melbourne United on Monday, uh, against the the latter leaders, you had 20 points, three steals, 10 assists, and four rebounds. Um, And as I said before, only Bryce Cotton and Jalen Adams, who were in MVP contention, uh, were able to do that this year. And only Scott Machado has ever done it the man you're replacing, essentially, for the Cairns Taipans. How does that sit with you, to, to know that that... And, and stats aren't everything in basketball, but those stats don't lie. Melbourne United have never allowed a double-double in that particular stat category, 20 points, 10 assists before. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, it's obviously cool, super cool to be in that category with those two guys. I mean, they're, two, they're probably two best players in the league right now. Um, and I've only played, you know, like you said, five games this year, so... I mean, it's obviously a, a great feeling, but again, it's just credit to credit to the, the guys in our team and credit to Forty for just having trust in me and just putting the ball in my hands and kind of seeing what I can do. And um, obviously, twenty and ten is is not I'm like not expecting. That's not my expectation from here on out. Um, those other two games, I probably did things better on the defensive end. Um, but yeah, it just so happened that. Uh, Balls, balls in my hands against Melbourne. We were flowing a bit. Um, felt good. Obviously, had family in the crowd, so a little bit of extra motivation. But um, yeah, like you said, those numbers aren't everything, and there's a lot I can do without the ball um, and not on the offensive end to impact this team and and make impact in this league. So just continue to focus on those things, um, and whatever happens on the offensive end, stats-wise, all that. Just that's all just a bonus for me at the moment. Speaking to Ben Eyre from the Cairns Taipans, he's a Melbourne lad who lit it up uh, on Monday night at John Kane Arena. Uh, 20 points, 10 assists, uh, a bunch of steals as well. Um, ben, you, you mentioned having family in the crowd. It was a fascinating night, Monday night, because there was a lot of appreciation from the crowd that knew you were a Melbourne lad um, during the game. But then... It all changed, didn't it? There was a moment where you went yeah. up and Chris Golding, uh, one of the best in the competition, he, he swatted you with a double-hander, stood over you and dropped the ball in your lap. And your teammate, uh, Taj McCall, uh, jumped to your defence, gave him a shove. There was multiple texts and, and then an unsportsmanlike. In the end, it ended up with you at the line shooting the bonus free throw. Mm. And then the mm. booze started to come. And then the booze yeah. continued. And you didn't do anything. You had nothing to do with anything that happened other than getting rejected. What did you make yeah. of all that? And could you understand it at the time? Yeah. Um, no, nah, at the time, I was, I, was, I was a little bit confused. I mean, I think it's just any altercation that happens, home crowd, stuff like that. Mm. Um, but, yeah, no, nah, I mean, honestly, I loved it. At first, like I said, like you said, uh, I, was, I was a bit a bit confused um, when I first heard it. But then, obviously, it's it's kind of just – it's funny. Like you said, I think – um, like if if you are getting booed, especially in your hometown, you're probably doing something <laughs> right on the court. But but between you know between um, that altercation is just a couple of guys competing. There's yeah. obviously nothing to it. Um, 
and yeah, Taj, obviously Taj is just my guy. So I appreciate him stepping in for me. Um, Show me some love, but yeah, that's it's kind of what we expect from our team anyway. I actually saw it, and there'll be people that see it as Golding disrespecting you. I actually saw it the other way. I thought it was a welcome to the NBL moment. I thought you'd 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 played well against them a couple of games ago. You played well again mm. against Perth. You'd started and you were really playing well against them in front of their home deck. He'd know you're a Melbourne Melbourne boy. I thought it was a, you know, we saw Michael Jordan do it, whether it's closing the eyes for a free throw or making sure that he dunked on to Kembe to know that, you 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 know, I will dunk. I just felt like it was a, I see you, but this is not going to be as easy as you had it. I actually thought it was a sign of respect. How did you feel? And I, cause I saw you chatting with Chris Golding after it. How did you feel about it? Yeah, I mean, it was like, yeah, I felt it was a sign of respect as well. Me... We kind of we don't know each other, but mm. we know each other. He he's been with Joey Wright, and I've been with Joey Wright. Yeah. So there's like a a mutual um, knowing of each other, I guess, through him. Um, but I mean, it's probably a big thing for me, you know. But for Chris, it's probably nothing. He probably hasn't thought in any second of it after the, that incident. So um, it's probably just another day for him. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's a sign of respect, I think, and and I think I'm just doing something right, just being aggressive, going at mm. him. Um, and and that's kind of the reaction you get from him. But again, that's that's kind of my job. Is is like you said earlier, stats are, are one thing and putting up numbers. But I'm not really out there to do that right now. I'm just out there to bring energy to the team. Um, just be a gritty guy trying to get underneath the other team's skin. And um, I felt like I I've done that the last few games. So just continue to focus on those things and everything else that happens happens. Are you gonna let us into the conversation on court that you and Chris had afterwards? Oh, yeah, no, nah, it was nothing. It was just, <laughs> no, nah, it was just, um, I can't even really remember. I was just, both of us were kind of laughing. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, nah, it was just more of a respect thing. It's just me probably not getting, asking for calls from the ref and him just saying that I, I don't deserve them, which is probably fair enough anyway. So, <laughs> What um, were your parents yeah, making of it all, like Ben? What, what were your folks and your family in the crowd? Because every possession you had after that, you were getting booed, and then you're actually training mm. threes. You trained like I think consecutive threes to close out the game. So not only were you getting booed, you were actually scoring <laughs> through the boos, which uh, must have felt good. But what were they making of it all when you spoke to them after? Yeah, I caught up with them after. Um, obviously, they're just just super proud. Yeah. Um, and for me, for me, it's just like incredible to to play in front of them. They've just, especially my mum and dad, um, Alan and Brendan, they've just done so much for me in my in my career and mm. um just supported me so much so to, to have a game like that in front of them and, and for them to see it with their own eyes um it's just like makes it extra special on top of that had extended family there um had mates uh obviously my siblings um yeah it's just obviously a a, a good night it was extra special in in that case having family then to do it in melbourne um but yeah, mate, first, like you said, with my, my parents, is that's the main thing. And um, yeah, just felt very proud to do it in front of them. Um, yeah, it was nice, nice to repay them for everything they've done for me. Do you allow yourself to now think about what comes next? Uh, as we're speaking this afternoon, you've got a, a game tonight um, mm-hmm. against the, the Sydney Kings. Uh, and then you finish out the year against the Brisbane Bullets uh, in Cairns. Um, obviously, no finals for Cairns. Do you allow yourself to think what might be now about getting yourself permanently on a list of those conversations already started or are they going to happen once the season, uh, the regular season is done and dusted? 
Um, nah, for me right now, just, just controlling what I can control. You know, all of that stuff is, is realistically not, doesn't come down to me, it comes down to other things. But um, we got two games left in the season. Um, just no, no real expectation for myself. Um, just same thing, same mindset I had going into even the, the early games with Phoenix and, and Tazzy, just go out when I'm in, play with a lot of energy, play with a lot of effort, um, just do my job. That, I, that I've been brought in to do. Um, and, and anything that comes on top of that is, is always a bonus. And then off-season stuff, we can we can kind of deal with that when it gets to it. But, um, for yeah, right now, like you said, we've got a game tonight, um, game Saturday. So just try and finish out, get some momentum for the club moving into next year um, with maybe a couple of wins, especially in front of the home crowd. Um, get them coming back. Yeah, early next year. So that's that's the main focus right now, and I'll I'll reflect on everything that's happened probably a couple of weeks into the off season. Well, it's been a tough year for Cairns, just the the, the four wins in it. But you would be a shining light uh, in the year for for what you've been able to achieve in your short time uh, since you've been able to get out on the court. And I would imagine that there might be a couple of other people sniffing around uh, if you can finish out the last couple of games like you have been in those previous, mate. Uh, congratulations! I know it's the start of a, what hopefully is a very long journey, but there'll be people at McKinnon, there'll be people at the Sandringham Juniors, there'll be people at Skagit Valley, there'll be people at Newman <laughs> University, your friends and family in Melbourne as well, Joey Wright and the Adelaide. 36ers guys you played with for a year in 2020 uh, wishing you nothing but future success mate and a very proud of you so well done and thanks for your time Awesome Sam, thank you so much man, I appreciate it Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi-finals all thanks to McDonald's Maccas, together and loving it TNCs apply